Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. We are going to go into, back to our roots a little bit of how this podcast started out and real main focus when I started and when many of you started along this journey with me was talking about struggles with food and with our body. And that was a piece of my story, and I know it's a piece of many of yours as well. And as I've shifted and grown, the content has changed a little bit as well. But this content has always been a little bit of an undercurrent, and we circle back from time to time. And I'm feeling really called to share this small practice with you that I do oftentimes throughout the day. And it's a practice of connecting myself back with myself, connecting back into my body. And how this really comes obviously with struggling with food and or maybe not obviously, struggling with food and our body is we're completely disconnected from ourselves. And this for every individual means something different and has happened in many different ways or one major way. Oftentimes with the women that I work with, this comes up through conditioning and stories that we've placed on ourselves, that others have placed on us. It's come from traumatic events. It's come from growing up and being here and raised and walking in diet culture and in fitness culture. Basically, the idea that it's not safe to be in your body, it's not safe to trust what your body is asking you for, you're not worthy to nourish your body, to fuel your body, to give your body the basic or fundamental things that it truly needs. And honestly, let's be real, this is truly perpetuated We have our circumstances, we have our conditionings and our own stories and our own journeys that we've been on, but that's absolutely perpetuated by fitness and diet culture, right? It's an industry. Let's, it's an industry, a job of an industry. The goal of an industry is to make money and they make money by uh, continuing to show us and prove to us why we can't trust our body, why the only thing we can trust is the next diet plan, this line of macros, this workout plan, this coach, this mentor, this whoever's, this book, this author's method and ideology. Like if that's what's going to cure you, that's what's going to save you. Because if it really boiled down and they were honest and and as honest as I'm going to be with you here, as honest as I have to be with myself, and as honestly as I have to show up for the women that I serve and that I work with, is you have it. You know it. We just have to allow you a space. We have to help you create a space and a container to start to reconnect with yourself, 
to start to pull up some of those stories and roots and beliefs that you have cultivated, that you've created or that have been perpetuated on you to reconnect, to feel safe, to feel worthy. Really, truly the underlying piece for all of us is we want to feel love. We want to feel connection. We, if we don't feel worthy, if we don't feel safe, if our basic fundamental pieces, if there is something off spiritually, physically, emotionally, psychologically, we're going to create patterns that get in our way. We're going to create patterns of self-sabotage. Or honestly, we're just going to continue to follow the pattern that we've been following because we don't know anything else. And even if we can see it or feel it, it's so scary. How many times have we talked about being stuck in patterns and cycles, continuing to do something that you've done all along, even though you're miserable, but it's comfortable. It's safe because it's familiar. And if I don't feel safe in myself, I'm sure as heck not going to feel safe to dive out and do something totally different. If I don't feel worthy enough in myself, I'm sure as hell not going to say, wow, I really am deserving of something better. I'm really not in having to live a life where I am self-sabotaging, where I'm miserable, where I'm uncomfortable, where I'm doing things that make me physically ill, emotionally ill, out of alignment. It's all one and the same. So what do we do, right? It's one thing to have these conversations, to shout about it, to talk about it, to have somebody say like, oh, I hear you and see you. Like, I get it. Me too. Hey, hey, raise up your hand. But then what do we actually do? What is an action step to bust out of that pattern and to bust out of that cycle? And the practice that I'm going to share with you in just a moment, like I said, is one that I come back often and It is going to be, I'm going to give you it in the example around food and around connecting with your body while you are eating, before you're eating, after you're eating, wherever that is. But it really truly can be done with anything. It can be done with a relationship outside of you and yourself. It can be done with movement. It can be done in a work setting. It's anywhere, right? How we do one thing is how we do everything. It's the same principles. It's the same principles because oftentimes it's those same underlying roots, love, conditioning, worthiness, support, safety. That's at the bottom of most things. But this practice is, and I promise, I promise I'm going to give it to you really soon. I'm drawing it out. But I want to give you the background and some tangible pieces because if you tell me why I'm so much more apt to do it than if I don't really understand why. That's it's such a conditioning space of mine too. And I know many of you are the same. Like if you tell me and show me why, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Get it. Versus just do this. One, that's not very empowering. It's somebody placing again something on me. And I got enough shit going on in my day. Do I want to add something else in? No. But if I'm connecting and understanding why, I'm a lot more apt to do it. And this takes up like 30 seconds of your day. So it's simple. It's simple. And of course, we're talking about breath. Why wouldn't we? But when we are going to sit down, stand up, 
eat food in whatever capacity that is for you. When you have been at odds with your body for many years, for most of your life, for all of your life, you don't trust the signals and the signs that your body is giving you. And that can be to what to eat, how certain foods make you feel, if you should eat, if you're okay stopping eating, if you're numbing out, which is my biggest space and the biggest thing that I have been working through and progressing on is seeing how I've been numbing out. And food was a very accessible tool for me to numb. Again, numbing out showed up in many areas of my life. Almost it showed up in all of the areas of my life because how we do one thing is how we do everything. But food and body is so easily there. It's right there in front of us, right? We have to eat or we're supposed to eat. We, we, our body needs you to eat many times throughout the day, every day of your life. You are always in your skin, even though you might be up in the ether somehow, floating somewhere, like you're in your body. It's, it's here. I can touch it. I can't touch stress necessarily. I can't trust something that's making me feel anxious. I can't tr- touch grief necessarily, depression, sadness, trauma, but I can touch my physical body. I can touch food. So what an easy way. And I think one of why so many of us are struggling in this space or have struggled because it's there, it's right there in front of you. And so as I am preparing to eat or thinking about it or assessing kind of how I feel, I want to really be connected to my body. It's not a time when I want to disconnect. I want to be open to those cues. I want to trust. I want to feel safe in what I'm doing. And how I do this is by doing a breath pattern. And the breath pattern that I'm going to show you can be done right before you eat. It also can be done maybe right after or kind of in the middle. Honestly, do it whenever you want. And the breath pattern is going to be 10 power breaths. And a power breath is a breath done only through your nose. And it's a real snap. So it's it's power. It's a draw, right? It's... all done through that nose space. And after I take my 10 power breaths and that last breath, I actually hold it all at the top because I want to feel that energy pulsing through my system. And I'm going to do that top hold or a full breath in holding for as long as I can. And then when I need to listen and honor, I let it all go. And I repeat that a few times. And if you're in a space where you're struggling with food, I'm going to offer you a little something extra as well. Because what happens most of the time when you're in that battling space is you're giving your power away to everything except yourself. Your power is given to your cravings. Your power is given to your restriction. Your power is given to your diet. Your power is given to obsessively eating to numb it's given to it's given to everything else it's given to a fucking plate of tacos it's chocolate to lettuce to kale to any and everything outside of yourself and so adding in as you are doing those power breaths a little mantra repeating to yourself with each breath 
I'm taking back my power. I'm taking back my power. I'm taking back my power. And you can even push your arms up in the air. You can push your arms out. You can stand up and sit down. You can make it a physical practice that is representing power. You can stand in a powering stance. You can give yourself this space and showing your body you are taking it. You are claiming this reality. I'm done giving my power away. I choose to stand in my power. I claim to be the driver of my thoughts, my actions, my behaviors. I choose to honor truth and not belief. That is my choice. It is a powerful choice. And I am worthy and deserving of that powerful choice. You can give yourself a little amp up if you need to give yourself an amp up. And I really encourage you to try this. Try this before your meals. Try this when you're battling something internally. Again, maybe it for you doesn't fit with food. Great. Where do you feel like you are completely shelling yourself in and giving that power away to something or somebody or a thought, a belief, something else? Give this a try. I would love to hear how you how you think, how it applies, if you did, if you didn't. And if it feels silly and awkward, that's okay. <laughs> it's going to feel silly and awkward. Everything new does. Again, we have to get a little bit uncomfortable. Even just doing this and, and holding yourself into that space is pushing you into that zone of discomfort, which is breaking the cycle, which is moving you forward. It's pushing the needle in the direction that you know you know deep, deep, deep down inside that it's time for you. Sending you light, sending you love, always. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.